0: This is Kelly Freeman with NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio, and this week we saw a return of our parenting during a pandemic series. This will be going on for the next four weeks as we break down the American Rescue Package and what it means for parents and families. This week's panel was all about the child tax credit, and we had Liz Brown uh, from the Ohio Women's Public Policy Network moderating, as well as Chad Bolt from Senator Sherrod Brown's office, Jasmine Henderson from the Ohio Women's Alliance, and Tajal Cartwright from Moms Rising. Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each week, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, and on our website at prochoiceohio.org. The program also airs each Friday morning at 9 on WGRN 94.1 in Columbus, Ohio. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Nayroll is the morning after is a production of NARAL ProChoice Ohio. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to um, uh, the first of a four-week series we're doing. Um, I'm Elizabeth Brown. I'm the executive director of the Ohio Women's Public Policy Network. I am um, joined by three amazing panelists today. I want to give a big shout out to Nayroll ProChoice Ohio, who has helped to set up this event. Um, for the next four weeks, including today, we are on Wednesdays gathering for lunch to talk about parenting in the pandemic. And what we really want to zero in on is the fact that help is on the way um, for parents. Uh, there are uh, some key provisions of the American Rescue Plan um, that, that help parents through a, what is a very difficult time. And As a parent myself, I may work in the policy uh, world, but as a parent myself, I can find it confusing to understand how to access these benefits and to understand how they matter for um, parents all across the state. We're joined by three incredible people who are going to um, talk us through the child tax credit, which is the subject of our
2: of of this first Wednesday. My name is Jasmine Henderson and I'm the Director of Policy and Social Impact for the Ohio Women's Alliance. And how I'm showing up today is I'm feeling well rested, I'm feeling well hydrated, and I am ready to talk uh, about children and what it takes to support
3: families. Hey, everybody. I'm so happy to be here with everyone. My name is Chad Bolt, and I'm a legislative assistant to Senator Sherrod Brown from Ohio. Uh, I work on tax policy for him. Um, And what I'm excited about today is making the uh, having the chance to um, demystify, uh, as Liz said earlier, um, that help is on the way through the child tax credit. Um, uh, explain what exactly Congress did in the rescue plan, and I am excited to make all of those temporary expansions permanent moving forward.
4: Hey everybody, I'm Tajel Cartwright. I am a local business owner of a platform called What's the Business, TJ, where I highlight the stories of Black business owners, but today I'm here as a parent and mama bear of a four-year-old son, um, and really to advocate for more money.
1: That is awesome. Thank you. Let's let's get into it. It's the, the CTC is a longstanding program to fight poverty, but the expanded CTC passed under the American Rescue Plan is transformative and its impact will be broad for families. Can you share more about those improvements and um, the ways in which the CTC has been expanded?
3: Up until passage of the American Rescue Plan, um, the child tax credit was a $2,000 tax credit that was not fully refundable. Um, Basically like any tax credit, um, the child tax credit reduces uh, the tax that an individual has to pay. Um, And if your tax liability is less than the value of the credit, um, if the credit is not refundable, it means, um, the credit only reduces your tax liability to zero and that's it. Uh, if it is refundable, and this is like a really important distinction in tax policy, if it is refundable, it means that you get money back. So after your tax liability is reduced to zero, if the tax credit is refundable, um, whatever you have sort of left over, um, you, you get back as part of your tax refund. Um, and so, um, as, it, as I said, before the American Rescue Plan passed, the child tax credit was $2,000, and it was not fully refundable. Um, and the fully refundable piece really means that the, the lowest paid families and kids did not get the full value of the credit. What we were able to do in the American Rescue Plan is, is, is a couple of really, really big things that will transform the impact that the child tax credit makes for kids and parents. Um, as I said, we made it fully refundable. So even the lowest-paid workers and families, if you have kids, um, uh, you, you, the credit you get is um, is fully available to you. And we bumped the amount of the credit from two thousand to three thousand. Um, and even uh, and would even go a little further for kids zero to five. The amount of the credit for kids zero to five is thirty six hundred. And the other thing we did um, is starting in July, it will be um, distributed on a monthly basis. Um, and we think this is a really, really huge development um, for just the financial stability of parents who are raising children and and really need uh, a, a little bit of. Uh, an extra and regular and expected um, financial boost uh, as, as they raise, as they deal with all of the expenses of raising kids, diapers and childcare and like, I mean, everything under the sun. Um, the um, changes that we made to the child tax credit have flown under the radar a little bit. So I'm um, excited to, to share that with you today and um, excited that we were able to get it done.
1: That's awesome. Um, and I want to turn it over uh, to Tajel to just, I mean, what does that sound like to you?
4: Um, I feel like it just really helps us invest in our children. Like, you know, me and Luke's dad, we both went to college. We both, you know, did what we were supposed to do and to find the struggle to afford high quality care um, it's hard we had to move Luke to a new school which um, at first he was at a private center um, which we were able to I mean scrap scrape together everything to afford we really wanted to invest in our kid um, but after losing our jobs we had to move him to um, a, a, a school that was free which is no problem but that means bigger classrooms less hands-on and my son is very active he needs that you know, close you know relationships so he can you know focus and um and I think just parents getting more money and being able to invest in their kids or provide resources that they may need like even food like some people aren't even thinking about child care and high quality some people's first instinct is getting food on the table and so I think that uh an increase is just really supporting families that are already trying to do what they have to do to live and survive. So yeah, that's where I'm at. As far as me personally advocating just to invest and make sure that, you know, our son has
1: the resources to um, really get a great education for real. Thank you. Um, And Jasmine, uh, I want to pull in the Ohio Women's Alliance. I mean, you organize in communities across the state. Um, You organize women, particularly women of color. Um, What have you been hearing from the women in your collective about
2: what they need, not only to rebuild from the pandemic, but really to thrive? Yeah, um, I believe that the child tax credit, is really helpful. Um, So you're absolutely right, Liz, that uh, I represent um, about 335 women from across the state of Ohio. Most of them are women of color. Most are parents, most heads of households. And what became apparent um, during uh, this slam dunk of an event called COVID-19 and the pandemic that we're in was there was no sustainability or wraparound services for many parents um, in the first place before we had um, a global event that kind of just transformed the way our economy works, um, and the way we're showing up. So like Tejo said, Tejo is a part of my collective. So with this being said, we have a lot of parents who are struggling to find adequate food services. So um, I'm located in Dayton, Ohio, and Dayton, Ohio is one of the largest food deserts in the nation, and it's existed before the pandemic. And this isn't just unique to um, the Miami Valley region, like food insecurity is a very large issue. and um, Many parents were not getting the full wraparound support that they needed, and also the safety net and human services were not expanding. So what we're really seeing and what we're hearing about things like um, being able to receive $3,000 or $3,600 if you have a child under six is really transformative and self-determination for many of our parents who don't have extra wiggle room to simply live. I just think we need to give parents additional wiggle room to be able to make better choices for themselves. No no parents should have to decide between whether to send their child to a high quality center. I know Liz, before we got on the call, we were talking about the impact of synaptic pruning and synaptic explosion and why investment in children from zero to five is so important or um, access to high quality food. Um, A lot of parents don't even have these choices. We're facing a housing crisis. If children are displaced or they don't have homes, they cannot thrive. Um, Parents are having to incur higher um, rates for being at home full time. So the lights are always on, the water's always going, the kids are at the refrigerator more. So we're just seeing those sort of impacts about not being able to meet your bills, about an increased um, the increased ability to be at home and what that means since you know we were able to go to work and send our children to school and so our home costs would kind of be reduced because we would not be at home during the day so what we're really seeing is that with this additional money parents are able to make more adequate and holistic choices for themselves and they're actually able to have a choice in the first place which is something that was not taking place before the pandemic and um, currently is what people need help in. Many of our members are frontline workers um, working class so this additional wage and boost just allows them to transform their lives and maybe even do things like buy a vehicle to be able to get a higher quality job be able to enroll in school be able to have better choices around child care um, because a lot of times many of our parents um, who are suffering live in child care so they may need to travel farther to get um, equitable child care so we're just talking about equity um, at this point um, and that's what our, 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 our parents are asking for
4: can I chime in really quickly? Is that the model? Okay. So one thing that I'm really dealing with that's really heavy on my mind and my heart right now is, um, so like I said, we had to switch loop from a private to a public, which has more kids in the classroom. My son is, th- well, he just turned four just came out of a pandemic with me, like being with his mom for a whole year. And right now we're having like behavior issues. And usually schools have the tools and resources to support children in that. But because I don't know what's going on, I'm actually trying to get answers, but because of COVID they're lacking those resources. And so that's even harder. Um, And I think that part of this tax credit will help me be able to afford <laughs> to get the resources on my own you know, so we don't have these problems, like, we literally had to pick them up today from school, and so it's, like, um, even investing in resources ourselves, you know, in this space, which I understand, like, the schools are trying to figure out COVID, too, which is why I'm not super upset, but it's, like, there's just so much that this money can go towards, and I think that's important to talk about, too, is, like, um, even, like, having a son in this system and like being able to invest and make sure that he has the resources that he needs to thrive.
1: That is so important. I'm so glad that, the, that you both have narrowed in on this idea of choices and empowering parents to make choices for their kids. That's to me, the real power of a refundable, I mean, there's the jargon, right, that Chad was talking about, but a refundable tax credit means money, resources for parents to make those choices. And every family is different. And I'm a parent, I, I just had my, I had to add my third baby in the middle of the pandemic. It's wild, right? But I understand no one has the same set of choices in front of them. And really everything I do is through a lens of what's going to make my kids' lives better. Truly, like literally everything. And if we just believe parents and believe women, then we give them the resources to invest in their families and therefore the next generation, truly. I mean, this is like transformative stuff.
4: And one thing that I always run into, I've been in conversations about giving money to families. I've been on the other side where maybe I'm receiving it. It's just that people just want to control what people are doing with the money. They have this idea that that they know what's best for families. And, oh, no, if we give you this money and you spend it on laundry, that's not what we gave it to you for. When in actuality, a lot of families don't send their kids to school because they can't do laundry. Their kids have dirty uniforms and stuff like that. So. I think that that's very important, what you said, Liz, about, like, everybody has different things and different needs. And I think we just need to take the idea of, like, we are controlling what's going on with people's money. Like, just give it to them and
2: back up. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I just want to say, and to that point, I think parents should be able to utilize this to do self-care and mental health. (laughs) services. I am a caregiver of aging parents. Um, So this was my life before the pandemic of of having to be in close and intimate relationships with people that are literally reliant on you for their lives. So I'm not a parent, but I understand what it means to have a close and intimate relationship with a person who's dependent upon you. I think having to do that in a close and confined space while also facing economic changes, um, while also just you know, many things that are going on in this world that really keeps people, keeps parents up at night. I think that's something that we have to get better um, around deregulation is what does care also look like for a caregiver um, who's a parent and like what resources are we providing to allow them to center themselves, to be present in the lives of their children because we know that parents who are um emotionally psychologically and spiritually well also invest more into their children and what we're seeing is a deficit um and a lack of parents um, being able to fiscally and economically invest in themselves to be able to go to receive mental health services to have a gym membership um to have parents night out to be able to hire uh you know the local uh covid you know secure bubble babysitter that might rotate between homes um you know so uh parents can go out and uh, safely social distance and have dinner. Like we're not allowing people to, um, with this pandemic, this pandemic, I should be very particular with my words, has not allowed people or parents to be their full selves. And sometimes uh, these parents or people do not have the capability or the fiscal investment to be themselves in the first place.
3: Yeah, I, I just think that the two of you have so um, perfectly given voice to exactly what we're trying to do here, which is empower parents, um, make the, the tax code more equitable, more just. I mean, the, the tax code that we have now works very hard to make people who are already wealthy even wealthier. Uh, it doesn't do a great job of um, helping parents like you, you know, empowering parents, um, it certainly doesn't do a very good job of, of helping working class and middle class folks get ahead. And so I think what we've done here is is hopefully brought a little bit of um, equity and fairness to the tax code. Um, but also, I mean, Jasmine, what you were just giving voice to is just the um, The the stress of the pandemic and the financial instability that is either rooted in the pandemic or or was at play even well before the pandemic started, um, we know that that has negative outcomes on children, that toxic stress when it's like present in the house, kids pick up on it, and we know through research that it um, you know, it results in negative nutritional outcomes, negative educational outcomes, negative employment outcomes for them down the road. And so we just want to make things a little easier <laughs> for parents. Let's put the tax code to work for them uh, instead of um, the wealthy incorporations. corporations. Um, so if you have already filed a tax return um, with the IRS, then you're sort of in the system already. And um, the, the boosted child tax credit, the fully refundable child tax credit that I mentioned earlier that'll start, half of which will start getting distributed in July is based on your previous year's income. So if you're sort of in the system already, um, if all goes according to plan and, and we're keeping on the IRS about this, um, Senator Brown brought it up at a finance hearing with the IRS commissioner just a couple of weeks ago, um, we're staying on top of this. If all goes according to plan with the IRS um, and you're in the system already because you filed a return Um, you will start getting that monthly distribution um, starting in July. Um, The good news is... Sorry, Chad,
1: clarifying, if you filed a return ever, you're considered in the system or if you filed it for this year?
3: If you filed it for this year. Um, The good news is um, lots of parents who don't typically file a return because they don't have the um, taxable income that requires them to file a return, they are also eligible um, for this bigger child tax credit. And um, so there are a couple of options there. Um, First and foremost, we are are pushing the IRS on this and we are hoping that the the portal that the IRS is directed to set up um, under the American Rescue Plan, that the portal will provide an easy way for parents to just file a simple return so that they can get in the system, like I said, and start getting the benefits in July. Um, if the portal um, isn't up and running you know, on day one in July, um, we are hoping that the IRS will get there, but if it's not, um, folks can um, find their closest VITA site, Volunteer Income Tax Assistance. Um, those are volunteer preparers where um, folks can go for free to file a return, so that they can get into the system that way. Um, the IRS also has um, a, a partnership with um, a few, a handful of um, tax preparation companies called Free File. And if you go to IRS.gov, you can um, navigate your way to Free File and file a return for free through one of those um, partners, like like Block or um, TurboTax, you know, one of those. Um, And and you can uh, hopefully do that for free. So that's another way that you can um, sort of get into the system by filing a return and start receiving these benefits um, in July. I want to
1: pause because we got a good question in the chat. If I am on EBT, will this tax credit affect the amount of money I will receive from the SNAP program?
3: It will not. Um, And that is because the the tax code jargon here or the legal jargon is that these um, tax credits are disregarded. Um, So it just means they don't count towards income for eligibility for other federal programs like SNAP. Great,
1: great to know, thank you um and we also did hear from somebody who said um that her childcare costs went up to $250 a week and this is going to really the CTC is going to really help her be able to afford that. Um okay so back to this idea of long term um what are the um possibilities for making this permanent?
3: Uh I think we have a really good shot at it. Um we uh our chance to do something big and transformative like this doesn't come around very often, um, but we are in that moment right now. And what we have in the rescue plan is, you know, it's temporary. It's it's one year. Um, and so the fight continues to make them permanent. President Biden is going to announce that, that his American Families Plan will uh, make part of the CTC expansion permanent, the refundability part that I mentioned earlier, so that even the um, lowest paid families, uh, get the full value of the credit that will be permanent, uh, should the American families plan become law. Um, and what president Biden wants to do on the boost from 2000 to 3000, 3600, um, is extend that through 2025. Um, so that's what president Biden is asking for. That's a good place to start. Uh, you know, we're, happy with that uh but we in congress um we're the ones with the pen after all uh the legislative pen we would like to finish the job so our our fight is just to make the full expansion refundability and the boost from two to three thousand um to make that permanent so in the weeks and months ahead you know as congress works to to pass these um this next large um recovery package um that'll be our fight on child tax credit is making the full thing permanent
0: the the when you
1: think about the impact of the, the CTC, um, there are some some folks who are on the lowest end of the income scale. Um, th- this this will be completely transformative in helping to um, afford necessities you know, basic necessities. There will also be, you know, parents closer to middle income that this is also transformative for. And I do, I do want to lift up that this is this tax credit, this CTC, expanded CTC um, will help so many families. Chad, do you have an actual sense of percentage of families who will get kind of direct benefit here um to just represent this the slice of of americans that are going to really feel this
3: did you know liz that i do have a percentage for (laughs) um i can tell you in ohio um it's 92 percent of kids in ohio will benefit from the expansion of the child tax credit 92 percent
1: yeah that's incredible
3: this is a, a like Others have said this is a really this is a transformative, and um, not quite universal, but you know vast majority of kids um, in in Ohio and all over the country will benefit from this.
1: Well, I, I'm going to start to wrap things up on that note, um, uh, and that the, the CTC in particular, as Chad just said, in Ohio is going to help 92 percent of kids. But at the same time, it's going to do work wonders for child poverty. And the head of the Ch- Children's Defense Fund, I saw her talk about this the other day, and she said that poverty is a violence we inflict on our children. And I, I just think that that is a powerful quote. The, child, the, C- the expanded CTC will cut child poverty by more than 40%. And specifically, when we're talking about Black children, we'll cut child poverty by fifty percent in half. It's it's incredible, um, and and I and I think that um, you know for anyone who uh, looks forward to um, getting this benefit for their family, who thinks it's important for others to have it, please dial into advocating. Um, uh, you know. Uh, t- speaking about how this is going to help you and, you know, talking to federal representatives about how this is going to help you, um, please think about doing that because um, the, the possibility of a long-term benefit here, as Tejal said, that just just believe us, right? Just just believe parents, believe women that this is transformative. Um, and, and so I, I want to thank the three of you for being here and helping to shed light on the CTC. This is the first of our four week series, um, dissecting the American Rescue Plan um, and really um, understanding for parenting in the pandemic, uh, ways in which help is on the way. So um, I appreciate the three of you being part of our inaugural inaugural group to do that. And I am going to, um, instead of just immediately closing it down, I'm gonna one more time for anyone who wasn't around when Chad first went through this, Please, Chad, tell us again how I'm a parent. I want to understand how to make sure I access the CTC this year. What do I do?
3: So bottom line, this is more money back in your pocket. Um, If you have already filed a tax return this year, you are in the system and you'll start receiving um, the periodic distributions of the tax credit, the monthly distributions starting in July um if you have not filed a tax return this year that's okay um you have some options um you can go to irs.gov and choose one of their free options for filing a return um or do a search for just fire up the google machine and search uh vita site near me vita stands for volunteer income tax assistance um and find a, a vita site and they will help you um file a tax return for free as well so that you can get in the system and start receiving these uh, start receiving your monthly distribution of the tax credit.
1: Great. Thank you. Um, Chad Bolt with Senator Sherrod Brown's office for being here. Jasmine Henderson with Ohio Women's Alliance thank you for being here. Are there any last words for
2: um, our folks who've tuned in? Yeah, I just um, wanted to highlight, which I was talking about, about the 92% of, um, I just wanted to put actual numbers. So it's about 2.3 million children um, and families who will be able to benefit from the CTC and about uh, 278,000 are children and families who are in poverty. So um, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of lives we can touch in Ohio. Thank you for lifting that up. And thank you for um, your advocacy, Jasmine, all the time.
1: Um, Tajil Cartwright, thank you for being here and for representing Luke. Um, And uh, is there anything that you wanna um, make sure you say before we uh, we sign off here?
4: Yeah, um, I feel like we are always talking about policies and all of this reformation and stuff like that, but I really wanna take a second to just really encourage families, just to really keep thriving. Our kids are dependent on us and just really take care of yourselves as much as you can. And we are fighting, so don't give up. We got this, we are raising the next generation. Our jobs are so much more important than we can
1: even fathom, so. Thank you, thank you for saying that. Um, so a reminder to everyone who's listening, um, this is the first of four weeks of um, parenting in the pandemic where we're taking a look at the American Rescue Plan to really understand what it can do for families. Um, we really appreciate, again, Jasmine, Tajel, Chad for being here for this week, and I hope that everyone um, continues to tune in. We'll see you for lunch every Wednesday for the next four weeks.